Fifteen four. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, throw everybody for a loop. Yeah, including me. Yeah, I saw it in your face. Right. I said, he's confused. It keeps me on my toes. Is this the podcast, or are we doing something different? It, it kind of sounded like work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I am your host, the Sasquatch, and joining me today is the man, the myth, the legend, the bright, shiny, stainless steel tumbler of justice. That's impressive. I ain't even had a shower yet. <laughs> Do you dig? No. All right. So, we have a very, very exciting episode um, on worship. Hold, 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 hold. Don't, don't cut it off yet. Don't cut it off yet. All right. So, maybe it isn't all that exciting. <laughs> Man, but, I thought all of our episodes uh, were exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hopefully it will be uh, edifying. Hopefully. And even maybe convicting. That's more like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that, conviction's part of edification. It is now. Fingers crossed, prayers prayed. We need a camera in here so y'all can see me do a hard eye roll. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, so we're having a podcast on worship. We haven't had a topical podcast like this in a while, um, with everything going on. So we kind of wanted to talk about it. We, we know that people go to church, Mm. Christians go to church. So why do we go to church? Why do we go to church? And and the answer is typically worship. Mm -hmm. Okay. But let, let's work to that, all right? So as let's start with the, the cultural Christian. Oh. Why do they go to church? Well, uh, a lot of them go to church, especially uh, down south here in the Bible Belt, because maybe they've been raised in church. You're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Supposed to. A, a lot of it is to keep I gotta, I go. I go to that church up the road. Um, yeah, you know, that, that one is brick and... Oh, okay. Well, they just got a a preacher there five years ago, and uh, <laughs> he's the new preacher, though, you know. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we showed up to vote the old one out. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Worship. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, what? What's? How's that all going? Oh, it's going good. What's his name again? I can't remember his name. Uh, oh, I know it like the back of nah. my hand. If you hadn't asked me, I could have told you. Uh, which is... Uh, <laughs> see, and I legitimately have moments like that, too. So then I'm like, they don't believe me. I'm over here stuttering too much. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, you go because you're supposed to. You go because that's what you do. We've had the conversation before. In our area, a lot of times what you do is you go to church with your mom or grandmama when you're in your teenage years, mm-hmm. up to your teenage years. You become a teenager, you start rebellion, rebelling, and then and then at a certain point, you, you, you stop going to church. They're, they're not going to make you go to church. And you're partying, and you're still too hungover to go to church. And unless you have a legitimately saved mama, mm. right? Now, she might grab you up by the earlobe and hey hope hope everything's okay 
Uh, I've been snatched she, up by the earlobe before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it and ain't just fun. Drag you to church, son. She's about here. I picked out your clothes. <laughs> right. Talking about if you don't show up, it's gonna be a whole lot worse. Yeah, yeah. And, and so um, then that's miserable. Yeah. Right. That's miserable. Um, I think I think a bunch of us have been there, if not all of us, but a, a good handful of us have. Um, so, so you're, you're, you go to church because of that. Then one day you get married Mm. and you think I need to be going to church. Right. Right. And, and and that thoughts there every now and again, and it kind of lays in the back of your head and you see, maybe you got a buddy or two that's starting to go to church now. Right. And, uh, and you think, I, I really need to be going to church. And that kind of goes through your head every now and again. But it's easier to sleep in on Sunday morning. Right? It's easier to sleep in on Sunday morning. Then you kind of, you start you start uh, having a couple of children. Hmm. And you really want to start going to church because they need to know Jesus like you do. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, you start off maybe with a Sunday school, um, you, you know, you drop them off. So, I mean, I mean, I've seen it too. Some people just drop the kids off at, at church mm-hmm. and then pick them up at the end of church. Yep. Um, some of them, uh, you know, I said Sunday school, I meant VBS vacation Bible school. Oh, I've seen them drop them off at Sunday school. Yeah. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's not out of the normal or I don't know about nowadays. And then come pick them up later. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, you got that person um and then their kid kind of mommy daddy why aren't you going to church and so then you feel guilted into going to church and so there's a lot of that almost obligation or mm-hmm. or or you know you're it's like it's like when somebody who really loves to drink comes to the realization that they drink too much yeah right mm. <laughs> like they go i, I know I, there, there's a lot of denial at first and then there's an acceptance of I need to, but I'm not going to. And then one day you get enough guilt to actually try to do something yeah, about it. It's some sort of it fulfills some sort of moral obligation to show up to church. You 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 feel less bad about your sin if you just show up. Yeah, and then and then, you know you you show up once a month even, and you tell everybody yeah I go to church, <laughs> and uh you tell them you know. Uh, when 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 the when the guy is at the the store and he's trying to tell you about Jesus and you say oh yeah yeah I go to church yeah yeah well why why are you gonna go to heaven why I go to church why are you going to heaven because I'm going to church then you almost get offended because this guy is telling you to, that you need to know Jesus and you already know Jesus what do you mean I know I don't know Jesus I go to church. <laughs> You know, and, and and here again, let's be honest. A lot of churches in our area aren't really preaching Jesus. Amen. Now you can't say that about all of them. You can't mm-hmm. say that, and 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 some of them are preaching Jesus, but it, it, they they may be a little wonky in their their theology. Some yep. of them uh, just are teaching um, uh, self help type right doctrines, and and so there's all kinds of stuff going on in church. And everybody feels obligated to go back to the church that they came from, right? 
you want to, you know, if you're raised in this church, you, you want to go to that church. Here you go. Homecoming. Homecoming, yeah, yeah. Which, there again, back in the day had a legitimate reason. Now, not so much, but especially, I guess, especially with Facebook, maybe. But, so so that's that's one reason people go to church, okay? Another reason people go to church. I'm gonna let you do all the talking on this one. I wanna I'm gonna tee it up Uh-oh. and I want you to knock it out. Uh-oh. Which would be interesting because I have no idea what the second reason yeah. is. I go to church because it makes me feel good. Oh. Right. I go to church because it makes me feel good. Well that goes back to it makes me I feel less guilty about my sin by just showing up to church. I've I'm trying to think of how to word some of this stuff. I well, I tell you who I've got in mind when I say that is uh, they go to the church and the pastor um, uses the Old Testament more than he does the New Testament because it's easier to pull scripture out of context with that, right? Mm. So you you're you. You can defeat the giants in your life. God's given you five stones to throw at yeah. your giant. And if you really, really try, you can knock that giant out with one stone. You are David. My favorite quote by someone that is not my favorite anymore. <laughs> You're not David! Oh, that went around. There were several of them that done that. I don't like any of them now. Uh, <laughs> Well, and not because then. of that, not because of that either, right? right, like, right like that right. was great. Oh, that's course. right. Because you're not David. David was not the hero of that story, right? God is. Mm-hmm. In these churches, though, that they're telling you that you, you are the hero, right? You're the hero, and you feel good leaving there. You really do feel good leaving there. Yeah. You don't come to a church like ours a whole lot, and you get you get psyched <laughs> living out. in your sin. Yeah. And thinking, oh, man, uh, you know, I, I just, I felt really good leaving there. As a Christian, you you would. Mm-hmm. As a Christian, you would feel really good. Um, even if you're being pounded by the gospel and knowing that, uh, uh, knowing, I shouldn't say pounded by the gospel, but even though the gospel is coming at you and and you're, you even say, oh, man, Lord, you convicted me. Right. Right. When you, when I need to. I need to pause. I need to pause because we're getting into worship. Right, right, right. right. So yeah, a lot of these churches where you leave feeling good, it's not so much sermons that you get as motivational speeches. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's and that's what it's designed for. Is it's, it's kind of like yeah. Joel Osteen. But we also, and in the, by the same hand, we also all know someone who will tell the pastor. Now go into a good, solid Bible believing church, but they'll tell the pastor. Pastor, uh, uh, go ahead and preach one that's going to step on my toes now. Have you never heard that? Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. You know, your face, I was like, he he's never heard that before. I've heard that. I've had people tell it to me. Um, uh, and it's like they, they, it's like some kind of, I don't know, like they, they won't, they feel like they need to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. To, to feel good about church, right? Right, right, right. They have to feel guilty. And they're, they're, let's be honest, um, you probably have something to feel guilty about. 
Well, that's right? what I was sitting there thinking. It seems like more sermons than not. There's going to be something that comes out of it that's convicting because maybe it's just me. I fell a lot. Well, and if you the know. pastor's actually preaching the Bible, mm-hmm. right? Um, not not your David and you can slay your giant stuff, uh-huh. but actually preaching the Bible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you should. I don't know. Not not guilt, and I used the word guilt a handful of times already, but because I'm kind of straddling a line here between a bad understanding of these things and a good understanding of these things. But um, as a Christian, you ought to have, I mean, there's a good chance that you'll have conviction. Right. Especially whenever it's things like uh, you have two commandments. All right, God's given everybody two commandments. You are to observe these commandments. Mm-hmm. All right, love God with everything you have. Well, I'm failing there, right? Of course. I'm already failing there. Commandment number one, failed. <laughs> and love your neighbor like yourself. Oh, fell there again too, right? And and, <laughs> and you're a Christian, a be- faithful Christian. The best you can do is say, I'm striving for it. Well, the best you can do is say, oh, God, give me the ability to love you better and love my neighbor better. Yeah, and you can't love your neighbor better if you're not loving God yeah. To the best of your ability. Yeah. And that, and then here again, we're 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 wanting and to address these issues as we're talking right. about it. We really don't need to because that's going to get us into worship. But but the truth is, we you have try. I'm trying to phrase it in a way that doesn't just throw us into the worship thing yet. But uh, if you are going to a church that preaches the scripture, the word of God. And you feel conviction. And I, and I apologize to our church recently because um, I, I, I'm not sure if I was giving them the, the, you know, because we were preaching through Titus. Before that, it was um, Acts. I finished Acts. Yeah. Before that, it was James. And in all these books, there's that kind of do this, do this, do this, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. That's in those books. And I remember just thinking, I, I hope I am. I know I say it, but am I saying it enough so that it really is sinking into our congregation's head? And that is Christ. Mm-hmm. You can't love God with everything you have without Christ. That's right. Without the Holy Spirit giving it to you. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit has given it to you. And you can. But but you got to lean on him for that. Right. Right? It's not just it's not just saying, Oh, I'm gonna do this now. Right. It's actually going to him in in the word and and here again we're getting into worship, but uh which we want to Handle that on the back end. Yeah, of this I've got podcast. so much I want to say, but I don't know if if it'll be saying it too early or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, <laughs> if there's an outline laying here, we're we're doing our very best to bust out of those walls of that outlines. Um, but so, anyways, luckily for us, there's not one. <laughs> so you want to you want 
you, you want to go to Christ. You want to go to Christ. Mm. And, and that's all I need to say about that for now. All right, so then you have the person who goes to church, and if they heard you say that the reason you go to church is to bring God glory, they'd say amen. Amen. That sounds good. Yeah. But then they want to sing music that they hear on the radio. And they won't they won't, you know, you don't you don't have to have a fog machine, but some lasers would be nice. What's wrong with that, Pastor? And 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 and, and, and you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that guy up there playing the piano or guitar or whatever and leading by himself and and really having really easy to follow music because so the whole congregation can sing. And I do enjoy singing, but can't we get some drums? Can we get can we get you know maybe maybe some more instruments and 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 maybe maybe we turn the lights down on us and bring the lights up on stage, mm. right? Now that person is probably saved. I don't want to make a judgment on salvation. That person's probably saved, but they're 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 is it absent minded? Maybe, 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 or maybe just ignorance. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it, it's just that there again. It goes back to I, I want. I want to be entertained right. at church. And Let me rephrase the, that. In entertainment, that's only one way to entertain. Now you can have good godly worship with that stuff. I'm not trying to 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 knock on that stuff necessarily. That's just the easiest kind of target to go for. Right. Um, when you talk about, um, what's his name? Uh, Evelation. E- 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 Stephen Furtick. Yeah, Stephen Furtick. It's uh, Evelation. Elevation. Elevation. Elevation Church. Um, when you're talking about uh, a lot of these churches, I mean, even even smaller local churches uh, really go for that, that um, entertainment based worship they see that style and they go to uh emulate it yeah because they see all the people they they see the lights they see how it's working yeah uh, in that context and they say well we can do that here and it becomes secret and and i was about to say their 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 idea of that is to bring in lost people right if we can entertain them the lost people will be more interested in being here Right. Then they can hear the gospel. And here you go too. This here's one of my pet peeves, uh, to use the term. Um, if we can just create a worshipful environment, yeah. we have more of a chance to see lost people come to know Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Look, and I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Don't. Um, a concrete truck just drove by, and I saw the wheels up there. <laughs> think. I don't know I can think of that question you asked me the other day. Uh, <laughs> I haven't looked it up yet. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it it completely distracted me from what I was saying. Hmm. We should have closed or uh, put blinds over our windows so right. that wouldn't happen anymore. Way too many windows. I'm talking about... Uh, Creating a worshipful environment. Squirrel. Seeing a lot of oh, people yeah, yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and let's be honest. That's admirable. That's admirable. 
to to see lost people saved. That that's part of our worship. Giving the gospel is part of our worship, right? Sure. But is it the main thing to a worship service? Should it be the main thing to a worship service? Right. Uh, no. We're talking about right, corporate you, worship Sunday morning. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Because or Saturday night or whatever, well, I mean. Right, your main worship service whenever you gather with the body because all of our lives is to be worship. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, seeing lost people come to Christ is a form of worship. Yes. Is that the main point of our gathering corporately? No. Well, and I think, too, we're, we're talking about a worship service. Mm-hmm. But your entire life should be one of worship. That's what I'm right? screaming. Yep. And 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 so when when it comes to seeing people come to Christ and giving the gospel, that that's part of worship. That is a very good part of worship. And it's um, like calls for worship. Yes. But is it is it what we're wanting to do in the worship service? Right now. Are we saying we don't want people to come to Christ in the worship service? No, we no. absolutely do. We want to see people come to Christ. What we're not trying to do is focus the whole service around seeing people come to Christ. Right. Why? Because should, I'm trying to think, should we go on and jump into this? We're, we're, oh, we've this been is teetering. a great segue. This is a great way to yeah. jump right into it. Yeah. So the reason is, we're here for God. Mm-hmm. We've we've joined together today for the worship of God, and as people who don't who who believe that God saves people, we don't save people. So you're charismatic, and when I say charismatic, I just mean um, really good speaker, someone who holds the attention and that kind of stuff. When that guy is preaching, is he more likely to save someone than than that guy getting the gospel from you? It's God who saves them, exactly. Not the not the guy up front. And, and what right. we've done is we've we've taken the worship service, and we've turned it into a couple of things. We've turned it into a, it's all about me, 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 me. We've turned it into, um, and, and that looks like several different things. That may be, uh, kind of a Benny Hinn thing to where, uh, I, I want to be rich. I want to be powerful. Whatever. Just sow that thousand dollar seed, brother. Yeah, or it may look like a church that gives you motivation. Um, a good example of that would be um, Joel Stein's yep, church, right? right. Your, your pastor is always just trying to uplift you, uplift you, uplift you, uplift you. Um, yeah, but we want to tear down your sin, and we want to uplift Christ, mm, right? That's good. We want to tear down your sin and uplift Christ, and so, um, so you wind up with that. You wind up with with for the most part, biblical churches, and they, their main goal is for the congregation to invite people to church, to entertain the people at church, like us, like us. The whole service is based around making you like us so that maybe you'll like Christ. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Invite a friend. Yeah. Yeah. We don't hold to that idea. We we don't hold to that idea. We hold to the idea of we've come here 
to empty our our hearts, our minds, our souls, and lift them up to God. Mm-hmm. And so we don't sing songs that are weak in theology. We don't sing songs that are heavy in theology, but are more testimonial. Right. We sing songs that are designed to bring uh, the attention to God and what he has done. Right. I don't want to sing about myself. I don't I mean even um uh even even a song that that is 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 praising what God has done, but he's praising it but I'm praising him for what he's done for me. Right. Right. And I'm not saying that's bad. We're we're not saying that that's bad. You can sing that in your radio. K-Love isn't necessarily heretical that I know of. Like I don't, and the reason I say necessarily isn't because I'm, I'm, I'm I've got something in my mind. I don't know enough about Caleb to make a, a a call like that. As far as I know, it's not. Um. So sing those songs, sing right. them, sing them in your car. Let God know that that you're so happy that He saved you. Um. You know, let that be a part of your personal worship. Amen. Right. Mm-hmm. But. When it comes to corporate worship, man, is there anything greater than hearing voices lift up to God Almighty? Same reason we don't have a big band. Well, there's several reasons. We're fairly small in the sense of, um, you know, being a rural church. Yeah, we need volunteers, people with yeah. talent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but another part of that is, we don't want to make it about the people on stage. That's right. And when you've got a big band and everybody that band is 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 playing and there there's there's going to be more people who are who are just sitting there listening to the band. Mhm. That's just that's a fact. That's there's just the nature of it. Yeah, it's the, it's the very nature, especially when you turn down the lights right on on everybody else and turn up the lights on the band. And then it depends on what key they're singing in, too. Yeah. Because if they're yeah. singing in a key that is or hard. Or the, the lead reach, singer starts doing that kind of like a. Stuff you know, that is, the stuff that is designed for a solo artist. Yes. That you can't really sing along with. Yeah. That's why we want to sing songs that are congregational, meaning that you can sing along with them. Whenever yeah. you start singing songs like a solo artist, the, the knee jerk reac- reaction is to, well, let them be a solo artist. Yeah. I can't sing along with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and so we want the whole congregation lifting up their voice in one accord to the God Almighty. That's right. And the more uh, that the congregation, I can't talk today, <laughs> the more that the congregation can hear themselves singing and hear yeah. other people around them singing, the yeah. more it encourages them to lift up their voices and sing louder. There again, both of us have a really good um, point of view on this, and, and I don't mean like what we're saying, but in the sense of the our church does this. We we do whatever we can to get everybody in the church to sing loudly, boldly, to be lifting up their voices to God Almighty. Right. In doing so, you're up front playing the guitar, singing. Yep. I'm on the front pew because that's where the pastor's supposed to sit, so that's what I do. And uh, <laughs> they even have a podcast called that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and sometimes I will quit singing just for a moment and listen to the voices. Now there again, we're a small church, 
but listen to the voices of our congregation lifting up the word of God and singing music that is right. based either it's either it's either is scripture or it's based off of scripture. Right, and that's what um, I try to uh, do uh, when we start is to have a scripture that's either. Um, that our first song is based off of this kind of yeah. gonna, uh, smoothly roll us into it and in, in, in an opening of a worship service or opening up with a scripture that is commanding us to sing and praise God and why. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I heard Bob Coughlin say it and I love it. And, and it's true is scripture never commands us to praise the Lord without giving us a reason why yeah, yeah. praise the Lord for he is good his steadfast, his steadfast love endures forever yeah so forth and so on now I want I want to clarify something you may go to a church that has the the fog machines you may go to a church that 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 has the mindset of we want people to come in the door so that we we're not bashing you right I, I want you to understand don't take it personally it, it's not a this is how we operate. We have conviction over it, so this is how we operate. Yeah, we're we're not trying to bash um, other churches for the way they do things, and there's a whole there's a whole variety of things, right? Mm. I mean, I mean, we're 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 on the conservative end of that that whole thing, but we're we're <laughs> we're we're on the liberal end of the conservative end, if that makes sense. And, and we'll dive into some of that because we're talking about. Um, a regulative principle versus a normative principle. Right. And we tend to lean on the liberal end of the regulative principle. Uh, now that being said, and we'll explain that here in a little bit, the differences between those two things, but um, we don't, we don't, there, there's, I mean, there's people who have worship where they don't have any instruments. Right. And there's people who have the fog machines. Um, none of us, I don't. I don't think any of us are doing it perfect, and I think God convicts different people in different ways. Mm. And so I don't want to be. You know, I'll bash on Joel Steen because he's a heretic, and I'll bash on on uh, people who are the health and wealth because that's that's heretical. Yes, I'll bash on on certain things because it's heretical. These type of things, I have a conviction. You have a conviction, and. and and we also look at the scripture and we're trying to figure out what looks like the worship in heaven. Yeah. Right. And so um, some people may have a stronger conviction on the whole having people, you know, um, uh, being really, really evangelistic. Uh, and, 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 and that's great. Uh, but we have a conviction in the idea of we're not wanting to entertain people, hmm. and and it there you not not trying to bash anybody, and I, I want to make that clear because I think any time because of the culture that we live in today, we can't disagree without having people take it personally. Yeah, and so that's what I'm trying to avoid in this little statement here. I don't want anybody to take it personally. We disagree, therefore we can't get along and be friends. Yeah, and, I mean, I mean, people fish differently. Yeah, that doesn't mean we have to be enemies. Exactly, we're still after the fish, and that's not just in the church. That's the nature of the yes. world we live in today. Yeah, but we we're gonna hunt differently. But unfortunately, that's made its way into the church. Yeah, I, I mean, everybody drives differently, and maybe that's a good way. Uh, everybody drives differently. 
As long as we're obeying the law, we should be fine. Right. Right. Everybody's going to worship a little bit differently. Everybody's going to have a different um, convictions, different, you know, um, uh, different, different attitude towards things. Some people stop, you know, a car width back from the white line at the intersection. You know, are they breaking the law? Are they keeping it in traffic? If that's the case, you know, I look at them. I think, why did they do that? But then, but then we drive on. Yep. And and I want I want us to take it like that. We have convictions that we feel are accurate. We have scripture to back them up. We have all this stuff. Is it worth starting a division in your church over? If you agree, if you wind up agreeing with us, and you wind up trying to tell your pastor, don't 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 cause division in your church over this. Right. Right. That's not what we're 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 trying to be very careful in that sense. We're just trying to share you our understanding of Scripture, where we are, and and how we got there, and, and the idea, in our hearts, in our hearts, it really is that this service is designed to bring glory to God, to to be focused on Him and the worship of Him, and that's our main point. Right. And so, if that's your main point, even though it looks and sounds different than ours, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that I just want to make that discretion before people start going, or they're saying we're heretics. Well, no, no, not necessarily. Uh, <laughs> you got some people that are ultra conservative more so than us that, that could look at us and say the same thing. Yeah. About, look how liberal they are. He's up there with a guitar. Their piano's on the right side. Who do they think they are? <laughs> So yeah, I mean we 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 understand there's differences. There's cultural differences, right? Oh, of course. There's cultural differences. There's there's uh, regional differences. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once you start saying things like, "Well, it has to be the you know it has to be a piano," or "It has to be this," or "It has to be that," when you go over there to to Asia and 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 and, and the Chinese are trying to sneak that piano into their their. <laughs> Their basement church, you know, mm. it isn't going to work. It isn't going to work. Somebody's going to be like, you can know where their Christians are because they're always pushing a piano somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that that's that's not, I, I want to be clear that that's, these are the things we're not to say. We don't want to make anybody upset in that sense. We do, if your heart is not focused on Christ in your worship service, I do want you to feel conviction over that. Right. And I want you to lean to God on that. Absolutely. Right. But, if 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 your service doesn't look exactly like ours, we're not trying to make you feel convicted. We're not the Holy Spirit. We're not trying to, you know, we're not we're not we're just wanting to shine scripture on to what we see as a problem in, in a lot of churches, not all churches, and not all churches who have fog machines are 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 horrible churches. Right. And not all churches who do it the way we're more like what we look like are great churches. Right. So where's your heart at on the matter? That that's exactly. Scripture says that Christ is the one who feels and is all in all. Do we worship like that? Yeah. That yeah. Christ is the all in all. I and I think I think too. I mean, be yourself. Be authentically worshiping Jesus. Right. You don't have to do it like the mega churches, and you don't have to do it like the country churches. Whatever that looks like for you. Give him your everything. Um, what verse is it that says, um, uh, 
love God with all your heart, all your might, all your strength, and love your neighbor like yourself. Mm-hmm. Do that, and when you're in worship, you're going to want to give God everything that you have. That means, and this is what we're picking on with the 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 congregations that have the the people up there, and the people aren't singing. What are they doing? They're listening. They're listening. Now, is there anything wrong with listening? No. You know what's better than listening? Singing, lifting up your voice to heaven. Because you are participating in worship when you do exactly. that. Exactly. And, 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 you know, we're just talking about the, the singing at this point. Right. The preaching. The reason we preach the way we do. We preach verse by verse all the way through a book. Why? Because we feel like every ounce of the Bible was written by God, inspiredly written by God. Um, it was handed to us. It is his word. It is his word. Anytime you want to hear a word from God, open up your Bible. Because that's, that's right. him speaking. Mm-hmm. And so Second Timothy 3.16 yeah. right there. And so that's why we go through the scripture. That's the reason we go through the scripture the way we do. Um, there's other other aspects. I mean, um, some people stand when the scripture's reading. Mm-hmm. Some people, uh, um, you know, they have a orchestra, right. right? Some people have a band. They have those resources. They have those uh, people with those talents, and that's in their context what it looks like giving their absolute best to the Lord. Yes, and yes. I mean it's all about. Um, a word that that you don't really hear a whole lot anymore is reverence. Yes. You, yeah. And you, you used to hear that word, and automatically in your mind you go to some sort of worship service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort of religion, you know, religious service. But it that's what it's that's what our worship should be: treating God with reverence and holy Amen. fear. Amen. And yeah. unfortunately. Uh, We've gotten away from that in a lot of areas, yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. Now, I, I think, I think, I think what the country and everything is going through right now mm. is leading people back to this type of a thing, to where it's less about us and it's more about him. Right. Less about me, more about him. And so, uh, well, I think there's a in a lot of ways. We were talking about this the other day. People are realizing that they've that they have been and are being lied to. Yeah. A lot of those people, I think, I'm working this out now. Okay. Have grown up in the church, and have it's kind of been the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When it, with some of those soft, fluffy, let me make you feel good about you. Yeah. Type yeah, yeah. Worship services, and now what you've got is people who are seeking the truth. Yeah. And Christ said, if you seek me, you're, you're going to find me. Yeah. You seek me with your whole heart. There, there's been a lot of pastors who've been more concerned about not offending their congregation yep. rather than focusing on preaching the word of God a- adequately. Yep. Now, you could phrase that, and, and I thought about it after, as it was coming out of my mouth, People are more concerned about offending their congregation. Pastors more afraid of 
offending the congregation, then they are far of offending the holy God by misrepresenting his word. Mm. I, that's right. I, I think that's what we run into a lot of times. Well, we've said, too, that we take ourselves way too seriously and we don't take God seriously enough. Yeah. 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 So I, I think that's all important to remember. Um, that's the R.C. Sproul quote right there. Okay. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> and immediately afterward, I mean, he hit the nail on the head. He said, we don't know who God is. Yeah. And that's our problem. And we don't know who we are in light of who he is. That's right. That, yeah, yeah. You you've got to take God seriously. Yeah, you've got to take God seriously. If He's just someone, if Jesus is your co-pilot, that's the mentality we're talking about right now. Right, church is a hobby. Yeah, if church is a hobby or Jesus is your co-pilot, then 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 that is the worship service and the the churches and the mentality that we're railing against. Right. We're not railing against people who look different than us, but are giving their every ounce to God. That's right. Okay? And and when we half-hearted serve God, God says he loves a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. That's just not talking about money. That's talking about your service, your worship, your love. That needs to go to God. Right. Your pastor needs to be in the word of God. Mm-hmm. Your congregation needs to be practicing the word of God. Well, your pastor does too, but the people around you ought to be able to practice the word of God. Most most people who claim to be Christians can't even give you much more than John 3.16 with the word of God, much less practice it. Right. Take these things seriously. Love Christ with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. Love him. Cherish him. He is your savior. We don't believe, we don't act that way and believe that way because we don't act that way because we don't believe that way, I think. That's right. I can go to this religious thing and I can get help being a better person. I can go to this religious thing and I can I can make uh pence to or recompense to uh this God thing that they keep talking about. I can feel good about myself. I can there's more churches and I and I may be wrong about this, but I honestly believe it. There's more churches out there who are Antichrist than Christ. Mm. Now, and and to be honest, that that would make it a non-church, right? Right. But we're, that we're would talking make about it a cult. We're talking about buildings where people meet and say they're worshiping God, right? There, there are more there are more Antichrist churches out there than there are Christ-centered, where the worship is about me. These places are there to distract you from the glory of God Hmm. rather than show you the glory of God. Wow. And and, and don't be a part of that. Don't be a part of that. Now, there again, if you go to a church and you disagree with a little this or a little that, try talking with your pastor, try, try being friendly. 
don't, don't be afraid to don't, ask questions. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But be respectful. Be respectful. Do not be a a a um, controversial person in your church. Pray for them. Pray for them. How many of you are praying for your pastors? Praying for your 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 uh, this you know uh, this area leader or that area leader. Praying for the congregation as a whole on a regular basis. All the time. Just just praying for your church. Mm. So uh, this is kind of a weird segue, but I do want to go into, because we said we'd, we'd kind of clarify that what a normative practice and a regular practice is to worship. Okay. I'm looking at you, Bob. <laughs> I thought you would have had to answer oh, for it. I was trying to look up something right quick. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm Ask sorry. Ask me again. Okay. I'm ready now. <laughs> I promise. Difference between regulative principle and normative principle when it comes to setting up a worship service. When it comes to setting up a worship service, the regulative principle uh, is we, we only um, put into practice the things that the Bible uh, regulates us to use, whereas the normative principle says that if the Bible doesn't prohibit it, then uh, then it's not off limits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Give a stereotypical view of a church using the normative principle. Normative principle, you're going to see... Um, you're going to see things like the lasers, the fog machines. Um, I said normative. I mean, uh, that is normative. stereotypical. Yeah, okay. the Bible doesn't prohibit that stuff. That's what. I'm okay, saying. I so understand that, that, but I think I think your average church that that our listeners would be going to mm-hmm. probably uh, still has pews. If not pews, then they have chairs and and and. And, but they are, uh, you know, they probably don't, they, I'm trying not to mention church names, right? Church you grew up in Mm -hmm. church. I grew up in, they would have gone by the normative principle, right? They would not have fallen into the regulative principle. And, and these churches had pews. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, stained glass windows. Right. They. It looks like a church. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks you know like stereotypical church, church. And that, that, I mean, I understand what you're saying with mm-hmm. the fog machines, and that's that's kind of an extreme. Okay. View, don't you? I mean, argue with yeah. me if you think I'm wrong, because you I'm, probably know better than I do. I'm just I'm thinking I, I I'm thinking stereotype. Okay. Or or the 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 main. Yeah. Well. I tend to, whenever I think about stuff, go to the extreme. That's how I kind of keep them differentiated okay. because whenever you start kind of honing in, they can look very similar. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I said it. Of course it's right. <laughs> All right. So, regular principle allows for what? What what can we do in a, in a regular principle setting? Sing. We can sing. 
we can what use. would be the difference between the singing in a normative principle versus a regulative principle? Would there be a difference in music? Maybe. <laughs> My mind has just went blank. <laughs> All right, so I, I think it depends on the church. I think there are people who would follow the normative principle who would say that uh, we only sing hymns in this church, right? Yeah, that's why I say, too, that they can look very similar. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a... So uh, I have to go to the extremes to keep them. So you start honing in, and I get, is this normative or is this regulative? I think it's regulative. I could be wrong. <laughs> all right. So so in that case, let, all right, let's go to the extremes then. All right. Give me extremes. Well, Laser machines. Yeah, that's, that's whenever you're just getting liberal with uh, – with them whenever you get to the laser machines, the fog machines, the songs that you're singing can be more you-centered than, than you, you may sing a song in church that doesn't even mention Christ. Right, right. And uh, the it is more about you. Yeah. It is more about you. Whenever you go to the regulative principle, the scripture is upheld and um, made the most out of. So The pastor can preach out of something other than the Bible. In in the in the normative, I don't know if I'd go that far in the normative. I've seen it. Have you? Yeah, I've seen where they preach out of a book because it says if the Bible doesn't prohibit it, the Bible, what it does talk about not adding to or taking away from the book. Well, but I mean they're not saying this is scripture; they're just saying, um, all right. For this is what I'm thinking: like people who will grab a book and preach out of that book. Or a movie and use that movie as their 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 template for preaching. Oh wow! And and for their main worship service. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, they're. I mean, they don't show the movie or read the book, but they'll yeah. say, uh, you know, this book. You know, I mean, there were pra- pastors who who would uh, use the shack to mm. preach out of. That's right? just would, a bad book, anyway. <laughs> wow. I mean, and, and then and then same thing, uh, you know. They they would they would focus their 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 sermon around a. Now they were trying to bring, I, and and to be fair, I think they would use. Um, they were trying to make biblical principles by using modern stories. Gotcha, so to speak. So, all right. Well, go ahead. I, I'm. I don't mean to dis- disrupt. So and. More in the regulative principle, we allow for uh, for instruments because in the Psalms you hear tell of instruments that are used to praise the Lord, stringed instruments. Uh, even uh, they they use the term clashing cymbals. Uh, we don't have clashing cymbals, but we do have a stringed instrument, so we use that. Um, Uh, in the regulative principle, you're you're going to see um, scripture uh, as your authority. Yeah, 
That's the easiest way to put it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You're going to have a high, you're going to be in a church that has a very, very high view of scripture. Okay. When that's, that's preaching, that's singing. Your songs that you sing are going to reflect scripture more. Yeah. Um, uh, if you get into more conservative ends of the regulative principle, some of those guys don't even use instruments. Yeah. They, they're very a cappella, and the only thing they sing is psalms. That's it. Only psalms. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, like, like that is ultra conservative. Is that Joel Beakey? Does he only sing psalms? I want to say I've heard that. Okay. Now that you, but you, now that you ask, I go, is that right? I I believe so. Okay. I knew I knew that he was one that didn't have uh, instruments, right, in their church. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't feel confident to say without a shadow of a doubt, but I believe so. Okay. Um. So yeah, so we we follow. I mean, we still sing hymns, but we look at the lyrics of the hymns, and even modern hymns and songs. Yeah. Um. Above all else, um, we want to sing songs that have reflect what scripture says that lift up the name of God. Yeah. Because that's what our worship is for. Yeah. Um so yeah, and that's we we sing modern stuff from Sovereign Grace and Matt Boswell and Matt Papa and uh, all those the mats. Gettys and then uh, yeah, all the Matts. And you know, we sing stuff that goes all the way back. I mean, w- we sing a Mighty Fortress by Martin Luther. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, a- and I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay. What would you say to someone who's, well, that sounds um, very dry, very heartless even. Like uh, it doesn't, uh, like, like, like I, want, I want to be able, I want to feel emotion when I bring, when I sing to Christ. Lift up your view of Christ and he will stir up your emotions and affections for him. <laughs> that target was knocked down with prejudice. <laughs> and that's oh man, that was perfect. That was perfect. Uh, like I, that wasn't what was in my mind at all. Because I know people, you know, they come into a more conservative-minded church, and they're singing hymns. They're singing about Christ. They're singing, you know, um, it, it's very congregational. It's less band. And people go, well, that, that just, just they, they make it sound like those people who are doing that aren't aren't having their their emotions stirred, right? That like they're at like these people are just very, um, just huh? We don't we don't want happiness. Right. We don't want joy, right? You know, and, and so and you know you can get caught up in some of these uh, church services that are traditional and do hymns and and that sort of thing because it's been more traditional to where it can be that way. Yeah. And that's, that's not right either because where are your motives at? Do you have a high view of Christ? Yeah. Or are you doing this just because this is what we've done? That goes into my mind. Songs that just repeat and repeat and repeat. Seven Eleven songs. Yeah, and, and I think the reason that is is to stir up your emotion, or I, put you into a hypnotic trance. Well, and, and and I think it's exactly what you said. You sing about Christ, 
you're singing you're 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 looking at who you are and who Christ is and you're singing songs that are that are more focused on him than they are you and, then and what and, that turns into is in our church um it it's a blessing to have the point of view that I have uh, to be able to lead uh, this local body in songs of praise and worship to our Lord because I get to see everyone's faces. I get to hear everyone's voices being at the front and they're all aimed at the front. Yeah. And, and you know, some of the most traditional songs, there you go, like the old Rugged Cross, that's been sung in every southern church that there is, yeah. to be sure. And our little Baptist church, I've seen some people sing that song with eyes closed and hands raised. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're focusing on what they're singing. Yeah. Yeah. At least I hope they are. And, and, well, <laughs> <laughs> and I think, too, I think there's a difference in singing to Christ and having your emotions stirred and singing to have your emotions stirred. Right. Right. There, there, and, I, and I think some churches mistaken the fact of this song stirs the emotion. Therefore, it's a good song. Versus this song focuses on Christ and then having your emotions stirred because of that. It's almost the same difference as whenever someone is uh, coming to salvation. Um, are you just scared of going to hell? Or do you have a sorrow and conviction of your sin and you want to know and love Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I know whenever um I preached a funeral recently and I was able to make the comment that I'm not here to sell you on heaven. And I'm not here to sell you uh against hell. I'm here to talk to you about Christ. And I want you to have a genuine relationship with him. And hell is a real place and it burns. And heaven is a real place, and it's fantastic. But you have to be walking with Jesus. You have to be with Christ. Without Christ, you're go you're definitely going to hell. Mm -hmm. You can't just buy fire insurance, right? And 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 and, w and and you're not going to heaven without Christ. I don't care how much you go to church. I don't care how much you cry during the during the service. I don't care how all this stuff. If you're not walking and loving Christ then you're going to hell and not heaven. And so we desperately have this whole thing to where it's like, oh, I went to church and I cried because that song was so beautiful. Oh, man, that song may be a bit. I know a bunch of beautiful songs. That's right. I know country songs that are near about make me cry. They ain't singing about God. Mm-hmm. They're not singing about God. And that's why I come to church, to worship him. Right. As as a congregational body to, to, to come to him as one voice lifted up high to the God of heaven. Yeah. And there's a lot of beneficial things that happen around that, right? My heart tends to be blessed at the end of a service. You, you get My, your spiritual batteries recharged. Exactly. I get to see people that I don't get to see every, I mean, I don't see them at all during the week, but right. I get to see them that day right um uh, uh you know i leave there happy 
And it's, and I leave there happy. That's our but family. I didn't, I didn't go to church to be happy. Right. I went to church to, to, to corporately worship Christ. Right. I leave happy because I did that. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't cry at a song because that's because that song was designed to make me cry. I cried at a song because that song showed me Christ. Mm-hmm. That that's what we want to worship. That's what we want to worship. And there's there's that's not the sole purpose of church. Right, that's not the sole purpose of church. That is the sole purpose of our worship service. Our, 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 and, and the idea is that we're training our people up to go to share the gospel with other people. Mm-hmm. We want to see people come to Christ. Amen. People say, uh, uh, you know, well, y'all, y'all just aren't fulfilling a great commission because you're not, your, your whole service isn't focused around bringing people to Christ. No, we try to execute the great commission outside of church that's right or outside of the worship service let me rephrase that we're trying to fulfill the great commission we're trying to make disciples of all nations outside of our building right on sunday morning well, it's you know to we, we we've said it without saying it that the worship service it's for god um, above all else it's for the Christian to worship their God. Yeah. You know, it's the worship service is not for the lost person yeah. because he doesn't know who God is or yeah. she. They don't know who God is. Therefore, they can't worship. However, comma, we don't say that lost people can't come in. We want them to come in. Yeah. Because the Lord can save them. At a worship service. That's right. But it is primarily for the Christian to worship his or her God and to make much of the name of Christ. That's right. That's right. It's the Lord's Day. It's the Lord's Day. I've been hearing more and more about um, uh, having worship on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of these people who say, if you have worship on Saturday, then you're going to hell. Right. Um. But I will say this: we have abundance. Ev- we have an abundance of evidence in Scripture that shows us that the church gathered on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. So that's a long line of tradition. That's th- over two thousand years of tradition now, where church is gathering on Sunday mornings to bring glory to God, to worship Him as a group. Don't don't fall for for people who 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 misuse scripture. Don't fall for emotionalism. Don't fall for people who 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 try to uh, look at scripture imbalanced. So they would say, well, the church the church's main the great commission. And therefore, everything we do, and we're we're so we're so involved in getting people in our church, we forget about Christ. We're willing we're willing to throw away the Christ part, right, to get people in the church, and then we're saying they're getting saved because we we dumped them in a bathtub, right, right. Well, you know, we said that it's always good to ask questions too, 
um, if if you've got any sort of concerns. But you know, you can you can look around and see things that are going on, and ask the question that all right, how does whatever it is that's going on, whatever situation, how does this bring glory to Christ? How is Christ magnified here? Yeah. And a lot of yeah. times we say, well, I put God first, and that sounds good, but God is really to be at the center of yeah, everything. Yeah. Where everything revolves around him. That's right. So that's why it's called the sun. <laughs> Amen. Boom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just we we have to we have to come back to Christ as as believers. I mean we we have to be focused on him our worship should be focused on him our lives should be focused on him everything that we do and say should be him focused as as yeti was saying we should everything we do ought to 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 circle around the sun circle around jesus christ mm-hmm. our our thought process what we eat how much we sleep and when we sleep what are your hobbies? Now, am I right. saying that 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 God doesn't want you to have hobbies? No. I, 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 I want to make that clear because that comes out. But what are they? Are your hobbies more important than Jesus? Are your hobbies are are your hobbies keeping you from going to church and being with the 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 body of Christ on Sunday, right, or Wednesday? Well, he's or called whenever. us to be. He's called us to be good stewards, and part of the uh, part of what he's given us that we steward is our time. How much do you give to ministry? And I'm not talking about the church necessarily either. How much are you giving yeah. to ministry? And and that can be that can be time, that can be money, that can be resources, whatever it is. How much are you giving to ministry? Well, I, I give my ten percent to the church. Well, that's fine. That's I mean, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty about what you do or don't do. But I want you to, to, to honestly love God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your strength. Mm-hmm. I want you to love God with all your mind, all your, now I'm mixing it up, with a... Heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yes. I want you to love God with all that. And so the questions aren't to make you feel guilty. If you're giving whatever you're giving... And Christ is, you and Christ are fine with that? Then fine, I'm not trying to. But what I am saying is, if you are the type who says, I've done it, whatever whatever that bare minimum is, you set up the bare minimum, maybe it's $20, maybe it's 10%, maybe it's whatever, and you said, there, I've done it. Instead of saying, how can I give more? How can I give more? How can I give more of my time? How can I give more of this? How can I give more of that? How can I give more of my resources? How can I give more of my money? It's important that Christ is glorified. How can I evangelize more? How can I pray more? How can I spend more time in Scripture? And there again, I'm not saying that where you're at isn't sufficient. I'm saying... It's something we need to consider as Christians. 
Because we live in a world that we say, this is enough. The rest of it's for me. The rest of it's for me. Right. I don't want to go to church on, I don't want to do this. Why? Because that's my Saturday. Mm. I don't want to do this. Why? Because that's my truck. I don't want to do this. Why? Because it's mine. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Liar. Now, that's true. That's true, ain't it? Yeah. Ain't none of it yours. It's all Christ. And, and he has given it to you to steward. That's right. That's right. Now, how are you using the gifts that God has given you? I, I mean, most of us, we were talking to a guy just the other day, and he kind of made the comment. He goes, I know I don't do enough. I reckon we all don't do enough, but I, 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 I know I don't do enough. And we weren't doing anything or saying anything uh -huh. to kind of, it's just, we, we were talking about a, a guy we both know. Yeah. And this guy uh, was doing some street preaching. And just him knowing that he was doing street preaching caused him to go, I know I'm not doing enough. Wow. And, and, and that's give everything to God. Everything. You say, and, and and a lot of people are going to do this, right? Well, if I give everything to God, well, well, how am I going to take care of my family? Taking care of your family is part of giving to God. Right. God's given you your family to take care of them. Amen. Amen. Everyth everything that you have is given. Yeah. Everything. You're, you're going to think of excuses. As, as we're going through this, you're going to think of excuses. Right. Of what you can't give and why you can't give it. But whenever you have a view of God that he owns everything, everything. I mean, part of how we worship God, aside and apart from yeah. our corporate worship service, is how we treat his creation. Yeah. Even lost people, even our enemies, they are still image bearers of God. That's right. And he's called us to love them. And look, we're not coming at you as guys who are perfect at this. Because no. as we're talking, my brain goes... Well, and I'm the one making excuses. That's how I know yeah. that you're making excuses because my brain's making excuses. <laughs> I, I, I I know I know that. And here again, we're not trying to guilt anybody. That, that I don't I don't want to be taken as guilting people. What we do want you to understand is that God has given you everything, and He has demanded everything in return. Right. Own with interest, so to speak. And what I mean by that is. Um, when you think of the, the, the parable of the talents, mm -hmm. right? And God gave everybody talents. The only person he got mad at was the guy who just went and buried his talents. Right. That's right. But but when God gives you a family, you give that that you give that family back to him proclaiming the gospel. Amen. When God gives you food, you eat that food not because you want to become big and fat, but because you want to see God glorified. Uh-huh. When God gives you money, what are you doing with that money? Is it me, 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 or is it God, 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 God? Right. Does that mean I can't go out and, and buy a new shotgun? Well, my wife wouldn't like it. But outside of that, I don't think God would have a problem with that. But am I doing it for his glory? Right. Or is it solely for my my benefit? Right. We had this. This goes back to that conversation we had with Mr. Uh, um, oh, man. Gus, Mr. Gus when we talked about doing everything for for God's glory. Mm -hmm. Everything for God's glory. We can relax for God's glory. 
We can hunt and fish for God's glory. We can go camping for God's glory. We can we can take our wives out for a nice dinner for God's glory. What's the difference between you taking your wife out for God's glory and you taking your wife out for your own selfish motives? Mm. What's the difference? Your heart. Mm-hmm. Your heart. And so anywhere that you haven't given your heart to Christ... Go to him and say, God, I, I realize I haven't given my heart to you in this area. I realize I'm keeping a piece of myself for me. And I want to repent of that, and I want to come. I want to give it all to you. I want to give it all to you. That's worship. Yeah. That's worship. And so when we go into church and we're willing to sacrifice sitting on an uncomfortable pew for however long. Right. When, we're, when we go to sing songs and they're not our favorite songs because they're not upbeat and catchy but they are singing about the glory of God where's your heart where's your heart and so worship is not about me 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 it's about him 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 Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of uh the, the couple that died because they sold the property and they said that they were giving it all to the, the church and then they held back part of it. And when they did, they were struck down dead, the husband first, and then the, they, mm-hmm. the wife came in and they said, hey, did you know about this? And she's like, what? And then she dies. <laughs> God kills her. And, and it's in Acts. And, and Peter says, it was your money. You could have done with it what you willed. But you lied to the Holy Spirit about it. Mm. You said, I'm gonna I'm gonna do all this great things in the name of God, and then you hold it. God gave you the money. It's yours. It's yours. But don't say you're gonna be doing you know all these great things with it and then and then use it for your own selfish selfishness. Right. Peter said as much. It was yours. You could have kept it. Nobody would have had a problem with that. You wanted to go buy some nice shoes? You could have went and bought nice shoes. You want a nice wardrobe? You could have had a nice wardrobe. That's not the issue. But you told the Holy Spirit, you told the church. Not. I'm not conflating the Holy Spirit and church, but those are two separate things that they told. Hey, we're going to give you all our money. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? And, and, and this is a personal opinion, but I think it's accurate. Because in that moment, they were thinking, we can get all this praise, we can get all this lavished upon us if we tell everybody we gave all our money for that. Mm-hmm. It was selfish to begin with. Right. We gave to the church, but we gave because we thought we would be praised for giving. Right. We gave to the church, but we thought we'd be healed. We gave to the church because we thought that we would get back tenfold. We gave to the church because uh, it was expected of us. We gave, we gave, we gave because of all these reasons. Unless you're giving because of Christ, it's useless. That's right. Give because you love Jesus. Give because you love your neighbor. And do it in a way that magnifies him. Not in a way that you seek your own glory and attention from it. Yeah. Give in secret. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can keep a low pro and do it because the one whom you're seeking to please by doing so already knows. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're wanting to withhold or or if you're wrestling with it, guess what? He knows that too. Yeah. He, he and God you. God says God says if you give with the intentions of getting noticed and and, and if you do something with the intentions of being uh, uh, praised for it, mm-hmm. God says that that will be your reward. Right. Exactly. Praise here on earth is your reward. Right. You're not going to get a crown in heaven for it. You're going to get praised here on earth. That's what you wanted. That's what you got. Yeah. Yeah. And so we we think that when you focus your worship on Christ, then then I, I said we think. When you focused your 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 worship on Christ. And it's all about him. Your world will change. Yeah. Your world will change. Your whole perspective changes. You'll 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 start to see. I I, I thought about this the other day. Uh oh. And I think this is a good analogy. And maybe we'll close with this. But sometimes sometimes we give out of obedience, right, and not a cheerful heart. Is that wrong? I don't think so. Don't think so either. I don't think so. I think I think I think when you give out of obedience now the Lord wants you to give out of a cheerful heart. But sometimes as we're growing, as we're developing, as we're as we're trying to be obedient to God, that's what he desires. Mm-hmm. Obedience. Growing in Christ is a lot like finishing concrete. <laughs> And what I mean by this is, anybody who's ever done concrete work, you 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 put a uh, you start floating it, mm-hmm. and that concrete starts looking real well. So so you first thing you do, you get the concrete down on the ground, then you then you squeegee it, and you take a board and you go back and forth with it, and that pretty much flattens it and it, it works all the rocks down to the bottom, but it looks real wavy and everything where you've taken the board and you've slid it back and forth and and, and it's still kind of rough looking. Mm-hmm. But it just looks rough in general. It just looks rough. Right. Then you put a bull float on it, and you start working it back and forth, and it's bringing up all the, as we like to call it, the slime. Mm-hmm. And you're you're starting to see a lot of that stuff go away. But you're seeing lines now. So before there were so many flaws and everything, you just saw it look rough. Right. Now as you're as you're finish as you're floating it, you're starting to see lines. So you know you float to outside edges, mm-hmm. and you see every everywhere your your float's been, you see that that swirl. Yep. But it looks a hundred times better than it did over there. But now I'm starting to really pay mind to the, the individual flaws. Right. And I'm seeing thousands of them. Right. I'm seeing every every place my trial's been. I mean my float. I've seen everywhere, every line that, that where where the float is going back mm-hmm. and forth. I'm seeing lines. I'm seeing rocks that that haven't been gone down and need to be worked further. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing all the flaws. Then it starts to dry, and you start putting a trial on it, and that concrete starts to look smooth. Mm-hmm. But as somebody who's done it enough, you're looking at every single little flaw. Right. Right. And you're still seeing God's God's doing that to us, right? The more He the more He smooths us out, the more He makes us like Him, the more He gets 
because of the cleanliness of it, because of uh, 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 the the smoothness of it, you're now the the holes. There were billions of holes in there before. Now there's only thousands. Right. Right. But I'm seeing them now because what's the backdrop? The backdrop is 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 the smooth surface. Mm-hmm. And so everything you do smooths that out, and you're trying to make it better and better and cleaner and cleaner, and you're always seeing more and more stuff. Right. The more you work it, the prettier it gets. Yep, but you still see Mm -hmm. flaws. Yep. And you can see them more clearly now. Right. So before, you had billions of flaws, and, and you just saw a mess. Right. Now you're starting to see individual flaws but you're seeing them much more clearly and you just keep on and you keep on it's same thing with christ when you're first saved you just see that you're 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 you need saving you see you may see really big sins you may be seeing um a lot of things but you're not seeing the smaller individual sins why because you're being held up to christ yeah. And the closer you get to Christ, his light gets brighter and brighter in you. You're reflecting more and more of him. But because of that righteous backdrop that you're reflecting, his, you're seeing more clearly the more individual, more uh, uh, um, uh, the, 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 the flaws in you because you're getting closer and closer to Christ. Now, he's cleaning them flaws out, right? but you still see them more and more clearly. Yeah. And so things that you didn't even think were a sin 10 years ago, you're looking at it and going, I've got to repent and get rid of this sin in my life. Saying, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Because the backdrop is perfect. Right. And in concrete, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's smooth. It's clean. It's nice it's looking. But you start to see the individual flaws more and more clearly. Mm-hmm. And things that while it was first poured, you would have said that's not even a that's not even worth messing with. That's not even a flaw, really. Right. We'll, we'll get that, you know. And it's the same thing. Well, that was like, you know, we had talked and uh, talked about earlier, trying to avoid just diving in. It's like the best that you can do is the best that you can do today. Yeah. As, as far as giving to God in, in your worship. And you're never going to be, you're never going to have arrived until we're in glory and, yeah. and yeah. sinless. But the goal is, well, I died a little bit more to self and sin today. So exactly. Tomorrow I look a little bit more like Christ. Yeah. And the next yeah. day I look a little more like Christ, and to keep growing. And the more you grow, the more of those little tiny specks of sin that you see, yeah. and the more that you want to be killing those and looking more like Christ. And the more you do that, the more you want to do that. Yeah. The, the more you strive after Christ, the more He stirs you up and your desires to be like Christ. And you know what that's called? Uh, worship (laughs) it's worship yeah your sanctification process is worship yes to conform yourself to god right now if i'm singing and i want to bring this out and then i think we'll finish but if i'm singing about myself who am i conforming myself to but if i'm singing about christ i'm conforming myself to christ right if 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 I'm that's if, good because if, you got a standard there. Yeah. Whenever you're singing songs that uh, make you feel better about yourself, you're trying to conform to what a good idea of what yourself would be, what you would like for yourself to yeah. be, yeah. and that 
that can be painted up as anything. So to you hear this song and it says you should be like this, the next time you hear a song that says you should be like that, well, that's that's an idea of who you yeah. like to be. That's all well and good, but there's not consistency to it, and there's not ultimate satisfaction it's the same thing in the preaching of the word right right it, it, it's if i'm preaching to if the sermon is based on making me feel better or making me um making me a better person if it is focused on me then where's my worship going it's right. going to me right but if the sermon is based off of Christ and what he has done in me and what he can do for me, if it's if it's based off of what he's done in 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 the cosmos, what he did on the cross, what he did when he came from the grave, who he is. We're focused now what he is and what he does and 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 who he is and all that, it it, it affects me. It affects me, right? I don't want to be like that. You know that you're not involved somehow. This is us bringing worship to God, right? Right. So we are involved, but we want to make sure that our hearts are focused on Christ and not ourselves. Because if our hearts are focused on ourselves, we're worshiping ourselves, right? If our hearts are focused on Christ, we're going to be focused on. I mean, we're going to be worshiping Christ, right? And 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 having that so so we as a people can see revival yeah i, I mean we're not we we've had churches all my life who did, focused more on the great commission and gr- bringing people into their churches than they were about the glories of god mm. all my life and the church has shrunk. Mm. I'm not going to say that if we start focusing on Christ, that the church will explode. But at least we're focused on Christ. You will, you will have a rich uh, congregation. There you go with that health and wealth stuff again. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good place to close out, don't you? Yep. The, 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 to sum it up again with the way we like to ask questions or we're talking about asking questions, when yeah. it comes to your worship, by what standard? By what standard? You, you can always go back to that question, yeah. by what standard? And, and I tell you, uh, if you disagree with us or you agree with us or whatever, contact us. Let us know. Um, maybe we're not seeing something. We we love talking with you guys. So holler at us. Let us know if we haven't seen anything. And uh, if they want to holler at us and let us know how stupid we are, how can they find us? I'm glad you asked. There are plenty of ways to find us. The main way, the easiest way, is to head over to www.bigfootrevival.com. Whenever you get over there, if you scroll down to the bottoms, you find links to all of our social medias, including Facebook, where we're most active. You can also shoot us an email, bigfootrevival at gmail.com. But while you're on the website, check out the archives of all of our old podcasts and some great interviews as well. <laughs> you said well. archives. I did. I can say that now. We've got, I, I don't know, have we hit 100 yet? 
Uh, we definitely have more than 100 podcasts. Yeah. I don't know if we have 100 of this episode. Right. But anywho, we have plenty of podcasts for you to listen to, plenty of blogs to read. So check us out. BigfootRevival.com. And remember, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Yo, Yeti. Yo. Guess what, bro? What up? We out. Deuces. Brah. What is it, bruh? Bruh. <laughs>